podcasting from the Chicagoland area. This is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. This is Dale Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Trinesia. And you're listening. And you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. To Game On with Jackson Stewart. Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them! Follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on YouTube at Game On with Jack, on the official blog www.gameonwithjack.blog and at the new store www.gameonwithjack.shop. Keep it sexy and game on. Good people, sexy people, welcome to another edition of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host, and as always, I really appreciate you guys taking a moment from your day to uh, listen and check out the podcast. Catch you on all social media at Game On with Jack. And, uh, you know, new things are coming up. We're going to get back to blogging with topics that you guys like. Got some exciting stuff in terms of GPT. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, that is your own customizable uh, AI got a cup, got a couple. Can't talk sometimes. Of uh, game on with Jackson Stewart AIs that I've created with GPTs because they're customized. But I think you guys will like them. I'm going to fine tune them and throw them out there and let you guys know where to find them. Tonight is a fun episode. Uh, I'm still getting over my horrible seasonal annual bout with you know debilitating allergies. <coughs> 
so uh we're gonna see how long the episode is but anyway um fun topic tonight we're gonna be talking about six ways that gamers can balance the game so i'm a gamer i used to be a hardcore gamer as a kid as i got older more responsibilities and other things you know obviously i don't game as much as i used to but i still enjoy it you know and i just bought a ps5 right i just got on board and a good friend of mine uh, talked me into it because she's all about that Baldur's Gate 3. And I followed her uh, her lead and she was right about it. It is a phenomenal game. And, uh, you know, it reminded me of how many guys are out there, <clears throat> players, doing their thing, living their life. But it gets a little tough to balance out gaming and responsibilities, gaming and, and pursuing your, your dreams and your goals. So I wanted to do a show and, uh, you know, six ways, six steps for gamers to balance out the game or balance out the game of life, however you want to put it. So I want to welcome gamers to another episode of Game On with Jackson Stewart, or maybe this is your first episode. And I'm your host, and we're tackling a challenge that many of us face, which is balancing our love of gaming with the responsibilities of life. And some people say the responsibilities of grown-up life I don't like that because it sounds like if you play video games, you're not mature. You're not a grown up. Lots of people play games. Lots of uh, lots of celebrities. Lots of athletes. Let's dispel right now up front that the gamer is not some you know out of shape nerd with bad skin and bad hygiene and bad manners, who is you know staying up all night drinking energy drinks and and eating snacks. I mean, there are a lot of gamers who are sexy as fuck, you know, in great shape, successful, have a family, a a dating life, whatever, but they set side, they set time aside to play video games. And it is a struggle because, you know, there are people who like to set time aside to read or, or cook or knit or whatever. They pursue a passion And you could take some of these steps and apply them to whatever your passion is. It's just about balance, right? So this is going to be a gamer-geared, gamer-slanted podcast episode. But we're talking to you guys, man. We're talking about you guys are out there trying to one-up, trying to level up, all that good stuff, but still have a life, okay? So how can you keep the high score in your favorite games while still handling the adulting game, the game of life? And it's a quest that many of us embark on. And tonight we're leveling up together. So this is game on. We're talking about gaming. And let's dive in. So step number one or recommendation rule, we'll call them steps. There are no particular order though. So <clears throat> prioritize time management. So prioritizing time management is balancing responsibilities that are not game related with gaming. And that's all about mastering time, all right? So how do you do that? How do you master time, Jackson? Sounds great, right? But I got I got shit I want to do. I got shit I got to do. You know, I got to get to work. I got to get to sleep on time so I can get to work. But I'm enjoying this game. And so here's some sub points we're going to hit. Setting realistic goals, time blocking, and learning to say no, all right? So... Realistic goals. You got to understand how much time you realistically have for gaming each day or week. And you want to set 
achievable gaming goals that line up with your schedule. Now, here's the thing. So here's a couple examples. You know, I, I'm a Halo fan, a Diablo fan. Now I'm a Baldur's Gate 3 fan. And whenever a game drops brand new, especially you Call of Duty guys in uh, women, because there are lots of female gamers out there. Um, when it hits, man, you just you just want to get immersed in it, right? You want to let it just overtake you. And so you might want to. I mean, I mean, I've <laughs> I've called off work, man. I've been like, look, I'm gonna take a couple days, and and you know, you you dive in deep, and you you rack up some serious time. That's cool. But on the flip side, you gotta know you cannot do that. You cannot shirk other responsibilities. You can't neglect. Um, family that you know you have to pick up kids or drop people off or whatever so you have to have a realistic goal I can play one hour a day or you might say I can play an hour in the morning and 30 minutes at night or vice versa but you can't say all right every day this week I'm gonna block out eight hours and go hardcore at this game because that's not realistic and ultimately your gaming gives you a type of release so you need it and then your everything else in your life is the stuff you're working on the stuff you're working on i'm sorry the gaming needs the stuff you're working on side because that's the side that you know puts money in your pocket all right that pays you so you definitely need that likewise the serious more responsible part of your life needs the gaming part because that's the part that relaxes you that's the part that chills you out that part helps you to decompress and rejuvenate you so those two sides the gaming side and the everything else side of your life need to be respected need to have time goals that are realistic um you know you for sure got to understand where your checkpoints are what your save ability is can you just save a game in the middle and stop <clears throat> if that's cool if it can do that if the game allows for that um go ahead and do it you know i was playing a game um sniper that i really like sniper four and five where you're in world war ii <clears throat> excuse me that game lets you save anywhere you want and there were times i'm like crap i need to i, I gotta get ready and go do xyz save it boom be done some games have their own checkpoints that you know activate when you get to them like Take a Diablo. You know, I'm like, damn, I got to get one more level in this <laughs> fucking dungeon before I can trigger a save point, probably. So you just got to look at, you know, managing your time, obviously. And that realistic goals helps towards that. Sub point two, time blocking. So you want to use time blocking techniques to allocate specific periods for work, for family, and for gaming. And this makes sure that you dedicate not only quality time for the the non-gaming, you know, the right way to say it. I don't want to, and I'm not trying to slam gaming. So I don't like saying, like I said, the, the mature stuff, the adult stuff. The non-gaming stuff need to have their quality time set. But so does the gaming stuff. So you're not going to drop 60 or 70 bucks on a game and never play it. That's That's craziness. But if you... And you can even lay it on a piece of paper, right? You know, family, work, gaming, and see how you can balance it all out. And you're not looking for, you know, I just use the word, you're not looking for balance, you're looking for harmony. Because there'll be some days where you can game 
a lot. Maybe your family's out of town. Maybe uh, maybe you called off sick and you know you legit kind of are getting over a bug. So there's things you can do because time will allow you to do it more. Or maybe work's got a big project and you got to pull extra hours. So harmony is going to be that that give and take between these areas of your life, right? So we got realistic goals, time blocking, and the last sub point of prioritizing time management is learning to say no. Politely <laughs> decline invitations or commitments that are going to get in the way with your planned gaming. And it's okay to prioritize your passions. You know, gaming is a passion, so prioritize it. And you're not going to prioritize it in such a way that's destructive to the other important components of your life as well. When you say no, don't tell people you're saying no to play a video game because you're going to, you know, you're going to look like a dumbass. They're going to make fun of you and, and talk shit. Just say, oh, guys, I can't. I got something else going on. And, and that's cool. And if they're worth <clears throat> you and your time at all, they'll understand that, yeah, they might give you some shit. <clears throat> Excuse me, but nothing hardcore. And then once you, you know, once you say no and it's just you chilling out at home, then start gaming. But also make sure you don't harm it. <laughs> you don't harm it up. You just don't, you know, <laughs> go home on Friday evening and you don't see the sun until Monday morning. Um, yeah, there might be a couple times you pull it up, but you don't want that to become the norm, okay? So our second step for gaming and, and gaming and balancing the game of life is to choose your games wisely. So not all games are created equal, and especially when it comes to fitting them into your schedule. Three subpoints, opt for short sessions, <clears throat> single player games, and multiplayer with friends. All right. So let's take first subpoint. You want to pick games that allow for short gaming sessions. Like I said, Sniper 4, Sniper 5, you could hit menu save right where you are, and then you could turn the game off and walk away. Um, games with quick rounds, like especially fighting games, you know, three rounds typically, and that's if you've won one or two, um, lets you get in a quick match and move on. Or games with checkpoints, like I said before, that you know you can hit. These games are perfect if you have a busy schedule. Um, there are same game, some games that have mission-based uh, play, like the Assassin's Creed series. You can pop in you know, assassinate somebody or deliver a message somewhere, whatever, get to a save point, boom, you're done. <clears throat> not every game is like that. So you got to make sure that when time does not allow you, don't play these long drawn out, especially the roguelite games, you know, or rogue games like uh, Bloodborne or what's our now, Life of Pi or The Lies of Pi. I'm sorry. Li I'm, ah, the Lies of P. Shit, let me get it right. Um, you know, there's some other rogue games that you're like, God, like this game's taking me forever. And you look over, you're, you're, you're late. You know, missed the bus. You know, missed the, the train. You Traffic's going to be bad now, so you don't want to do that. Next up, you single-player games. You want to shoot for those. <coughs> Excuse me. Single-player games tend to offer flexibility to pause and resume at your convenience, especially now that... Smart consoles tend to let you, like, not completely shut it off, but power down and pick up where you left off. This is essential for unpredictable interruptions in your life. 
you know, a kid walks in and they suddenly need your help with homework. Um, dad calls and, you know, he's sick and um, the boss calls and the project is suddenly due. <clears throat> so these type of games, these single player games allow you to jump in, play or stop what you're doing because life suddenly got in the way. Last sub point of choosing games wisely, multiplayer with friends. So if you're craving social gaming, you wanna choose multiplayer games you can enjoy with friends on a schedule that works for everybody. So, you know, especially the D&D people and RPG fans, they, they plan out, hey man, Friday night, get home, we're gonna log on at six, we're gonna get our party together, and we're gonna run through the campaign. <clears throat> if these are friends that you normally go out with have a drink with whatever so now you're pulling them not pulling them in but you guys are setting time aside to enjoy this other aspect of your life gaming and that's cool that's going to allow you to um handle your time and still incorporate an, a social activity that you enjoy and in this case it's game and multiplying with your friends Multiplayer with strangers, that can be tough because if you're a squad and they don't know that, you know, they don't know or respect that you have a real schedule of other responsibilities, you know, you can get kicked out of a campaign or out of a party because you suddenly have to drop out while they're trying to storm the beach, stop the terrorists, kill the zombies, whatever it is, <clears throat> you're going to look unpredictable. And so you want to play online with friends if, you know, you're worried about your time schedule for the day. Tip number three on gaming and balancing the game of life. Integrate gaming with exercise. Yes, life is going to demand more attention to health, but you can game and stay fit at the same time. Three sub points on doing that. Invest in active gaming, set exercise goals, and walk in game. So investing in active gaming. So consider games that encourage physical activity, like VR games. The Oculus has some great games like Supernatural, great fitness game. Um, Xbox and PlayStation had games like Just Dance and, and Shape Up, I think is another one. They got you moving. They got you grooving. Those are, you know, those are good games to incorporate, even if they're not necessarily your genre. You know, maybe you're in the racing games, maybe you're in the horror games, whatever, throw these games in there just to like break up sitting for hours and hours at a time. Um, you want VR games and games that use motion sensing technology because it's gonna encourage you to move your body. And this is like killing two birds with one stone. You're gaming and you're staying fit. Now, you're not, it's not gonna be the equivalent to, you know, 25 minutes with the kettlebell or an hour in the gym, but any movement is better than none. You want to set exercise goals. So you want to attach fitness goals to your gaming routine. So for example, do a set of push-ups or squats while you're waiting for a loading screen or a cutscene to finish. Or you just know that while you are adding in, um, you know, time for work, time for family, time for friends, time for gaming, put in time for being physically active. Go to the gym still for at least 20 or 30 minutes. Maybe on days that you don't game as hard, you go longer. But on days that you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to get home and see what happens next. I wanna 
you know, log on and see if we can uh, save that airport full of people or find the cure for that plague. On those days when you're hardcore about gaming, maybe you don't work out as much, maybe you work out less or not at all. I mean, but just make sure you don't totally forego being physically fit. Last sub point, walk in game. Uh, mobile gaming is perfect for incorporating into your daily life. So it's using your cell phone and a lot of the games that are you know available that way. But please make sure that while you are getting in your steps and gaming, that you're aware of your surroundings. You don't want to trip. You don't want to fall. You don't want to look vulnerable to somebody running up and and you know committing a crime on you. So definitely make sure. <coughs> Uh, definitely make sure that you walk in game safely and with awareness, all right? Next step, involve family and friends. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's cool to introduce family-friendly games during family night. You know, I've been around friends and stuff and, and family, and we'd fire up I'm going to date myself the Wii <laughs> back in the day. But now it's the Switch. Um, it's the Connect with the Xbox. It's a VR with Sony or it's a VR with the Oculus. Dude, if you can get people, <coughs> excuse me, if you can get people on board with, uh, with, you know, the whole family playing a video game system, it stops being something that just like, or your friends, it stops being something that, oh, just he does. Or just she does. And it becomes something that everybody can enjoy rather than it feels like a member of the family goes and isolates away. And involve family and friends. Subpoints, family game nights, co-op gaming with friends, and set gaming boundaries. So family game nights. Introduce family-friendly games and... Uh, you know, make sure that everybody can play. Make sure it's safe for everybody to use. And this is going to bring like a new social activity to the level of gaming for everybody. And it's going to enhance your connection with your family rather than hinder it. And it's going to allow you guys to bond because you're sharing your passion with them. They're being um, exposed to a whole new world that they thought was just stupid, you know, blocks and stuff moving around or games of horrible violence. And it gives you guys something to calendar on a regular basis. We're going to have family game night tonight. And, you know, it'd be like if you're playing Monopoly or if you were playing uh, the game of life, well, it's not that different. It's just it's virtual. It's digital. So give it a shot. Co-op game with friends. If you've got buddies that like to play the same game, jump on together. It becomes a social activity rather than just two guys playing games or two women or a guy and a girl playing games together. <coughs> you know, independently, it becomes something like a bonding thing. I got buddies that like we've played, you know, Call of Duty or Sniper together. And we still talk about, and it's been like years. We're like, oh man, that one mission when you didn't think, like, yeah, it was crazy. So it becomes a bonding thing. And it's not, not an isolated um, practice that only you do and nobody else understands or, or partakes in it. Last sub point, set gaming boundaries. Uh, establish clear boundaries with loved ones. Let them know, like, hey, guys, I'm going to try and get in a quick 30 minutes of gaming, and then I'll, uh, I'll be up in time for dinner, or whatever it is, or we'll go catch that movie. I'm going to jump on the Xbox or the PlayStation or the Switch, whatever it is, for a quick 20 minutes. 
so when you communicate that you've got gaming on your schedule, that lets them know like, okay, yeah, go, you know, knock yourself out and we'll, we'll get together. And because it signals to them that you respect them and you want them to know what's going on and you want them to know that, um, you know, you're not trying to isolate and, and avoid them all day and all night. And they're going to feel prioritized. They're going to feel that you sat down and, and thought of them on your schedule and you did, and it's going to mean something to them rather than you just, you know, turn to a hermit and get in front of a TV and don't talk to me for four or five hours. Tip number five, embrace portable gaming, right? So life doesn't always happen at home, but it doesn't mean that you can't go and game, uh, you know, on the move. Subpoints, handheld consoles, cloud gaming services, and utilize remote play. Handheld consoles, the Switch, probably the best in the game right now, you know, best out there. Invest in handheld consoles such as the Switch or gaming apps on your phone. You can squeeze in gaming during a commute, uh, during travel or during downtime. When I gotta go out of town for work, boom. You know, I'll be in a hotel room, pop up the Switch, and I'll play real quick. And with so many uh, hotels, they've got a kajillion HDMI ports. I can connect my Switch to the TV in the hotel and play it and enjoy it. Cloud gaming services. You know, you can, uh, you can play high-quality games on various devices without having to lug that particular console with you. Um, I think, how was the, oh, there's a, I'm gonna mess it up, mess it up and I totally forgot the name. But there's several space games out there right now on the Xbox that you don't have to have an Xbox um, S and you can play it from your Xbox One or et cetera. And, um, you know, without having to actually purchase a whole new console and you can actually play it that way and that's pretty cool and that's that's a great testament to technology where it is now and um you know it, it lets you enjoy games that you otherwise would have to drop a ton of money to play right just for the console uh let's see reutilizing remote play take advantage of remote play features they differ on on from console to console but let you continue your gaming experience on the machine while it's at home and you're connected, you know, via your phone, <clears throat> excuse me, or, uh, or another mobile device. I'm not big in the remote play. I've never really used it that much, but I have used cloud gaming services and I've played a lot of games that I cannot play on my current Xbox because it's just not high end enough. And it's cool. And handheld consoles. Hey, like I said, the switch is hard to beat. I enjoy it. And it's good to just like, you know, decompress sometimes when you're chilling out somewhere. Last tip, practice mindful gaming. <laughs> so quality gaming is about being present and fully enjoying the experience, even when your life is busy. Subpoint, <clears throat> excuse me, gaming intentions, limit distractions, and take a break. So under gaming intentions, before you start a gaming session, Set intentions for what you want to achieve or experience. You know, so if I'm playing, like right now, I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3. And I might say to myself, oh, man, I can't wait to see what happens to this character in the next scene. I get to that point. I see what happens. And then I will save my game. And then I stop. You know, and so that helps me 
one, get into gaming, two, enjoy what I'm doing, and three, it helps me avoid being in the middle of like what's next, and then life pops up and I gotta like walk away and and you know hope I can save this spot and not miss anything like that kind of thing. So I have gaming intentions. Helps me to focus, enjoy what I'm doing, and then when I'm done, I can move on to something else. Limit distractions. Minimize those external distractions during game time. Turn off notifications on your phone. Set your phone on silent. Um, your watch, turn that off. And create a dedicated gaming space. Maybe it's the perfect room, it's the perfect sound, etc. Like when you are gaming, you are gaming. When you're at work, you're at work. When you're with your family and friends, you're with your family and your friends. So respect your gaming time, just like you respect your time with other people. And lastly, take breaks. Don't forget to take breaks. Don't sit for nine hours playing a game. Stand up, stretch, give your eyes a rest. You know, mindful gaming means balancing play with self-care. Drink water. Just don't sit there and drink energy drinks all damn night. Don't sit there and eat nachos and tacos all night. You can eat healthy. You can drink healthy while still being a gamer. So in conclusion, quick recap. Fellow gamers, those are six tips on video gaming while still balancing the game of life. It's all about time management, game selection, integrating gaming with health, involving loved ones, embracing portability, and practicing mindful gaming. Hey, thank you guys for leveling up with me. Let me be your DM, your AI inside your helmet, and all those other cool game references. Um, remember, guys, you can have it all. Like, you can be a kick-ass player and also a kick-ass player. Names I'm going to drop. Uh, Olivia Munn, um, Henry Cavill, or Cavill. I'm sorry, Jack was name every time I say it. The guy I played Superman. Um... Michelle Rodriguez, Vin Diesel. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on of people who are hardcore gamers. Tons of football players, tons of wrestlers. Um, they're all gamers. They enjoy it. So can you. And we would not walk up to those people and say, you're a big old gaming nerd. What are we? So until next time, keep that controller in hand. And as always, keep it sexy and game on. <laughs>